For listening to KATH 910 AM Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth on the Guadalupe Radio Network in North Texas. Catholic Radio for your soul. Heard also at grnonline.com and on your smartphone. Live from the KATH 910 AM studios in Las Colinas and broadcasting across North Texas on the Guadalupe Radio Network. This is the Good News Show. And good afternoon. Welcome to the Good News Show here on KTH 910 AM. Dave Palmer here, Cecil Anderson, and you. Thanks for uh, joining us. This is uh, strange times we're living in. I was just uh, thinking about my own thoughts about all of it, and it's... Uh, I don't know. It's kind of weird. This is a testing time for all of us. Uh, I was asking. Anyways, let me let me just uh, first of all say welcome to the show. I, I just get right You're into gonna it. You're going to get really deep very quickly. Uh, very deep. Yeah, I can't do that. 877-757-9424. 877-757-9424. Most of the program is going to have something directly or indirectly related to this whole crisis. I mean, doesn't like everything that we're doing right now have something to do with yes. it? I mean, it's uh, affects everything. It's like every everything uh that that people are talking about in our lives our jobs our schools and you know it's just kind of kind of crazy but uh, if you want to uh, chip uh, join us in the conversation uh we'd love to talk to you halfway through the program i'm going to be joined with uh, nikki white uh she is the manager of sacred heart books and gifts and i was so excited to hear that last friday the governor started to loosen up restrictions and uh, I don't know exactly what they can do now. Is it, can they open up their stores? Can uh, they not? I know for like Denton County, I don't know how much it varies from county to county, but it's, uh, all non-essential stores can open up again. Retail yeah. stores can open up again. So, um, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, but they have to do curbside. They have to do curbside. They have to do, you yeah. know, yeah. So, uh, so Nikki's going to join us and talk about, uh, what the situation with Sacred Heart Books and Gifts and it breaks my heart that these, these small, you know, uh, small businesses, independently owned businesses, uh, are really getting the brunt of the, uh, the hardship, uh, you know, whereas the, the big, the big companies aren't really as impacted as much, but, uh, she will tell us how they're doing, how the employees are doing, how you can still support them. And then we'll also talk about some books because, you know, there are advantages to this situation. We get to, I say be home more. I don't know that I'm home a lot more because we're coming into work and right. everything. But I think a lot of people are more home more often and you know, get some good books. And uh, and I highly recommend that if you are planning on getting books in the next couple of weeks, uh, do not go to online portals and, and buy them. you got to support the Catholic bookstores. And uh, so Nikki will join us. And before that, and this will be kind of like prep for Nikki, we're going to talk to Jonathan Sines uh, with Texas values, and of course he monitors religious liberty issues and just kind of has his finger on the pulse of all things that are going on. And uh, they sent out a press release last week that talked about uh, Governor Greg Abbott announcing a plan to reopen Texas that introduces a three-phase plan to help to get Texans back to work and open up churches as well. Uh, we're going to talk about that, and uh, we want to know how you are doing as well, Uh are, are you frustrated? I, I gotta say, I'm, I'm kind of frustrated. I'm not a small business owner, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, um, I'm kind of in the camp. I just don't, I think it's overblown. I, I, I Paul and I were talking last night. I said, I, I, I personally, I'm not saying that people aren't dying from this. I know they are, and I know this is impacting a lot of people. Uh, in fact, that, you know, if you want to know, I, I, Paul and I were talking last night, and I don't personally know anybody. Who has died from COVID? I, I know, I know some people that have it. Paula may have had it. Uh, you know, she got sick early on, and we we never got her tested. But uh, I I just don't know that many people that have it. Um, maybe there's a few like the Cistercian monks. Yeah, we uh, Jerry talked to them on the show last week, but. From my own personal experience, I just don't, I don't see it. Um, and that's not to say it's not out there, but, uh, if you want to weigh on, weigh in on this, uh, 877-757-9424. Uh, I got to go to Mass, uh, yesterday, which was nice. Yes. Our, our, our parish, uh, St. Mary of the Virgin is part of the Ordinariate. It isn't, uh, it's physically in the Fort Worth Diocese, but it's not 
uh, a church of the Fort Worth Diocese. We didn't have to wear masks. Um, we had a, a pretty good crowd. They had every uh, every other pew was, mm. uh, you know, like cordoned off. Uh, they were, I was an usher, and so we had to ask people, if they're a family, they can have a whole pew, and if you're single, sit along the sides, and if you're, you know, in a group of two or three or four, you, you sit on one end of the pew or the other. Gotcha. And we, we filled up. I mean, nice. yeah, yeah, it didn't have to turn anybody back, but it did fill up, and, uh, but I, I thought that was nice. I, I don't like the face mask thing. I know, I think Forward Diocese, God bless yeah, them, they, are... they open up masses, but they, they gotta wear face masks. Yeah, yeah, is that, is that for is across that the, the diocese? diocese? I know at least in my parish it was. Yeah, yeah. said three feet apart and everyone has to wear a face mask. So. Yeah, yeah, see. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm not, I, you know, I, I guess, you know, a lot of this is just obedience. You just kind to do uh, what you got to do to, uh, but yeah, we didn't have to, and I and it was funny because we didn't have to, and probably about twenty five percent of the people, you know, did, and I, some people came in and said they thought they had to, and then they you know took it off as they were going in, but uh, I, I was I was thankful that 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 we didn't have to. I'm not convinced that those things were necessary, but uh, anyways, I'm I'm not a, med- <laughs> a medical person. All right, there's other things going on, and uh, again, uh, Jonathan Sines will join us here in a little while, and then uh, Nikki White will join us as well. Uh, all right, we have got a Facebook page, and we always set a goal during this show to, to get some some people to join the Facebook page. Yes. Uh, so, so what, what's the current situation? The current situation is that we have 277 members, which is awesome, because last week I think we were, our goal was to get to 275, I think. Well, that was my goal. Yeah. You had a higher goal. You were like 300 immediately yeah, off right, the bat. Yeah, right, right. But uh, I think it would be good today to try to get to 290, which would be 13 more people joining our Facebook group. It's a group, so that means that everyone can share things. There's great things going on. People are sharing rosaries that are being said, events that are happening, virtual events that are happening clearly, obviously, these days, mm-hmm. and updates about various things happening in the Dallas and Fort Worth Diocese. So, you can join the group by going to Facebook.com, and you type into your Facebook search bar, GRNDFW, and you can ask to join the group, and I will approve you. Automatically. You automatically. <laughs> well, okay, I have to manually do it, but yes, I will approve have you. Have you ever had to like delete a post or any troublemakers? Uh, no, I haven't had to delete a post. Yes, we do have rules. Obviously, you cannot mm-hmm. say anything against the Catholic Church. You yeah. know, there's some very basic things, but they should be pretty, um, you know. Yeah, that, that's the the, um, the 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 Catholic uh, uh, crowd is really good and respectful. And did you did you catch any of the Catholic conference over the weekend? That that Catholic family conference? Do you I know did Matt? not. No. Yeah, I remember we talked to Matt Walsh yeah, on Friday, yeah. and uh, it, it actually went over pretty well. Regina Chaley and uh, Solidarity Health Share, and I think. Awesome. Uh, uh, one other sponsor and, uh, Bishop Strickland said a mass, Bishop oh, Nowman, uh, and, uh, we, we watched some of it. It, it was awesome. really good. But, I honestly intended to. I completely forgot. Though. But, and the reason I thought about that is that they had the, 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 the things going on and then they had the comments up the, the side. Yeah. And I kept thinking like, boy, this, you are asking for trouble because anybody could put right. a comment on and it's being broadcast across this Catholic family conference, but everybody was very respectful. Oh, I, I just thought there's going to be some, some, someone's going to go off on something. Some, knuckle, yeah. some knucklehead <laughs> is going to put something stupid. No, we up have there. great people. It's a very safe space in our group. So please join us and contribute to the conversation. All right. Uh, we also have, uh, you played the, that spot for the summer speaker series event, which I, I think is a great <laughs> spot. We're going to, but the, the funnier and the more clever the spots are, I think the, the, the less length of time you can play them because people yeah. say, oh, there's yeah, that it's going to go again. bye-bye pretty soon. So <laughs> yeah. listen to it. Enjoy it now. <laughs> kind of a short shelf life. Maybe we can play it again during this program. Okay, so, sure. All right, so Facebook page, you go to Facebook.com. You get on the GRN North Texas page. And uh, we're going to try to get to 290. I, I want to get to to 300. Yeah, we we okay? had to we had to settle. I yeah. was saying to my head was saying 285. Dave yeah. was saying 300. 300. 290. We settled. Yeah, but I mean realistically, <laughs> we got to look at right. how things are going. All right, uh, we have an online auction that is going to begin Friday. Uh, Joe said this morning this morning uh, Friday morning. Uh, but sometime Friday, it's going to start off. We'll have more details about that. We'll be cutting spots about it. Got some great items. Yeah, uh, that's that, exciting uh, items. I was able to secure. And I don't know if I, if I'm allowed to say who got this for us, because I don't want everybody inundating them to, hey, give me one. But, uh, we got right. a Roger Staubach uh, autographed football. And, uh, that, that's uh, a really Pretty cool, cool item. And it's, Very it's, it's cool. not just a football, like with his signature on it, but it's like an official 
Right. So he he donated it That's to us because it says his name on it and some of his statistics and, you know, Super Bowl champion, Heisman Trophy and all that. Uh, so that's going to be one of the items. And, of course, there's a lot of religious um, art as well. And uh, our dear friend Elizabeth Victory donated uh, a, a crucifix from Bosnia-Herzegovina. Uh, we got uh, Claire Wing, the Dallas uh, glass artist, donated some uh, cards. And uh, Jerry Jerry Jacob, my goodness, he and his wife, Judith, uh, donated a whole bunch of things. Uh uh, a signed football, I mean baseball from Pudge Rodriguez, wow. uh, a Lady Guadalupe image. Uh, so thanks to them. And, uh, you'll, you'll be hearing more about that, uh, in the, in the, uh, days to come, but it should start on Friday. Anything else we need to talk well, about? Well, you should talk about where people need to go if they want to find out, look at the auction items on Friday. Is oh, our yeah. brand spanking new That's GRN right. website, right. yeah. which is yeah. so snazzy looking. It's very cool. So if you go to grnonline.com, it is a new updated website. It has beautiful pictures, like Our Lady of Guadalupe, and it's very easy to navigate, and it'll um, get you into your local station so you find out about things happening local. Yeah, it speaks for itself. It's really cool. So go to grnonline.com. And uh, all right, we're, well, it's already 10 after. we got to go take a one-minute break. We're going to get Jonathan Science on the line, and then uh, uh, Nikki White is going to join us at the bottom of the hour and talk about Sacred Heart Books and Gifts and how you can support them and other small businesses, especially our Catholic bookstores, and uh, how they're doing, and also maybe some book recommendations as well. All right, Jonathan Sines is coming up next from Texas Values. We'll be right back. Are you ready? Get set? Go! Hi, Joe McLean here, and I'm excited to share with you that the Ready, Set, Go online auction will be kicking off all across the GRN this Friday morning. It's a wonderful way to support our Catholic media apostolate, helping to share the good, the true, and the beautiful all across the Guadalupe Radio Network. And you just might find that item that you really want to bid on. Log on to grnonline.com, scroll down to the local events, and click on the auction. Are you looking for a place to donate your furniture but are not able to drop it off yourself? Worry not. The St. Vincent de Paul Thrift Store can help. Call us today at 214-373-7837, option 5. Once again, that's 214-373-7837, option 5. And schedule your donation pickup free for your gently used furniture items. Visit our website for a complete list of acceptable items or to fill out your pickup request online at svdpdallas.org slash donation pickup. All right, we're back. This is the Good News Show. It's 12 minutes after the hour now. Uh, happy to have Jonathan Sines back on the air with me. You know, Jonathan is the founder and the president of Texas Values. They are found online at txvalues.org. And uh, I mentioned before that uh, they sent they put out a press release on Friday talking about the Reopen Texas plan started on Friday and also uh Information from Governor Abbott about uh, churches reopening as well. Haven't had a chance to talk to Jonathan since all this uh, COVID-19 hysteria started. So this is my first conversation. Jonathan, how you doing? Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Dave. Good to be with you. Yeah, so I imagine this is making your life even busier. I mean, how? Uh, l- let me just start off by asking, because like I said, I haven't talked to you about this. What is your, either from a personal or a professional standpoint, what, what is your overall feel about uh, the, the COVID-19 overblown? It's a legitimate, uh, you know, uh, you know, crisis. What, what, what do you think? Well, first of all, it's good to be with you again. I mean, you know, our organization does work in the state of Texas and all 254 counties. And so we're like a lot of people. This, you know, came out of nowhere. At least, you know, there wasn't a lot of preparation for some of the things that we've been seeing. And so we've just been doing our best to try to meet the needs of people as they come about. But, you know, we also recognize there are kind of, you know, I don't know if there are two camps of thought or just a variety of opinions on how things are going and and how things should or shouldn't be handled from a day-to-day basis. And so I think one thing that has been interesting during this time is the opportunity for people to learn more about the life issue, to learn more about the importance of religious liberty. One of the things that Governor Abbott did early on to try to address the concerns, the health concerns and so on, to make sure we had enough hospital beds, was that they suspended and halted uh, medical procedures that weren't medically necessary. Well, it turns out our attorney general said that included abortion facilities. And so for about 14, if not 15 days or so, for the first time, I think, since Roe v. Wade, there were no abortions being allowed in the state of Texas. 
And we estimate that there are about 140 abortions or so every day, unfortunately, based on 2017 statistics. That is possibly 2,000 lives, if not more, that were saved. And we, uh, that case went to court. The abortion industry sued the state of Texas. We supported the governor. We filed a brief at the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals, and we're victorious. Um, we all got a victory on that, if you will, on the life side and certainly the side we advocated for in court. And so, you know, that's a good thing, in our opinion, in, in light of all that was happening and try to adjust uh, this and, and as well, when some of these things happen, we had a lot of pregnancy centers, Dave, that were asking us, how do we navigate this? Our local government is saying this, but the state said that. And so we put together a legal analysis letter so pro-life pregnancy centers would know that they are essential services and they can still meet those needs of women and children. And so we got a lot of those great resources on our website, txvalues.org. But the big issue or, you know, kind of a bigger issue in the past week or so is as these things relate to churches and religious liberty, and I'd love to talk about that too. Yeah, let, let me. I want to ask about churches in a second, but uh, well, let me ask you about the, the the businesses and what exactly happened on Friday, uh, uh, and how perhaps that compares to what other states are doing. I know you focus on Texas, but I, you know, can't help but see what's happening in California and Michigan, of course, has gotten a lot of uh, bad press with uh, their, 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 their governor, who uh, seems to be imposing some pretty draconian measures, and people are starting to, to rise up. Um, how, how, what, what exactly is, has Governor Abbott done, and um, it's only been really in effect for a couple of days now, but give us a, a summary of, of, of his policy in, in regard yeah, to businesses. Yeah, well, absolutely. No, absolutely. And, and look, the governor had a press conference last Monday uh, around this time, and a lot of people were wondering what's going to happen, what's he going to announce, uh, because there were certain things that the um, you know that businesses were allowed to be to very limited drive-through services for restaurants and things of that nature. Some people were considered essential services, and so they almost I don't want to say they went across the board, but they went quite um, broader with where related to retail. So if you're a restaurant, if you're um, a movie theater, uh, museums, parks, all this kind of stuff, they started to open up, but particularly places that had buildings with a 25% capacity. Now, that's important under that phase one, because if you were already allowed to open and you were considered essential service, that 25% capacity didn't apply to you. And that includes churches. I think it's important for people to know that. Um, churches were already allowed to be opened but it was just limited in with social distancing. And so that 25% capacity does not apply to churches, uh, even though I know some churches have decided to apply that, and they have the freedom to do that. They're not required to by the state. Um, and so that is in the phase one, though, which we heard announced last week went into effect on May 1st. And so it also um, applied, the, the government made an announcement about um, medical workers being able to to now go back to work. There were some restrictions on that as well. And so, and look, we're looking at in, in a couple of weeks, if not um, a week now after last week, two weeks, phase two, where you get to 50% capacity. And, uh, but it's a lot of information to sort through. The governor's website has a good resource. I think it's 60 pages or so, their open Texas strategy that they have laid out. But that was important because I know we saw a lot of things happening and, and being impacted because of, malls that are now being able to open and other retail businesses. That's where a lot of commerce is, and that's where a lot of people use to travel, right? Also, the statewide restriction, the stay-at-home um, measure that Governor Abbott had put out, that he allowed to expire, I believe, on April 30th. And so people now being able to more freely travel, because during a lot of this, we also saw the oil business take a huge hit. Now, some of people think that was sort of coming because of some other factors in the oil business, but the timing couldn't have been worse. And so now people aren't traveling. They're not consuming it. It just really made it worse, the fact that there was starting to be a buildup of the surplus. And so um, so that impacted that industry. But now that people are going to be traveling a little bit more, now that you can go into businesses and you've got retail opening up more, um, I think you'll see a lot of those other things that are connected to that improve. But a lot of people feel like, look, you know, we've learned a lot from this. Why not just let businesses open up and and let people decide on their own if they're safe, you know, they feel safe and comfortable. But I, I do think, um, you know, some of these dates might get shifted a little bit as the governor gets a little bit more feedback from a lot of elected officials. Uh, but I do think he's doing 
uh, you know, he's working very hard to find common sense solutions. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Sines joining us from Texas Values. If you have a question for Jonathan, uh, his, uh, you can call up right now, 877-757-9424. Uh, only have him on for about another 10 minutes. So if you have a question, uh, do so quickly. His website is txvalues.org. And, uh, it's funny you talk about the gas. Uh, I, I, I put about half of, uh, my tank, tank filled up this this morning and uh, paid like nine dollars <laughs> it's like a dollar 14 for gas is crazy and uh jonathan I, I know you're an attorney and uh, i don't know uh, i'll just ask you the question and tell me uh, some people are saying like the lady in dallas uh, uh slan alamod and other people are saying you know the civil authorities really had no right in the first place to close down uh, uh businesses do you, are, what what I mean I, from from a legal standpoint because I guess I'm not so concerned this time but I'm thinking like okay next time there's you know somebody sneezes or there's a flu can they just come in and start shutting down businesses again do, do they have a legal right to do that well look I mean there are limited ways that the government um, some of the governments can do some of these things but there have been some people that have gone too far you know I do think that Governor Abbott has been setting a good standard to follow even though. Um, I do think it's also the concerns about, you know, people wanting to have things just completely open is legitimate. Uh, my point is I think the governor's done the best he can to do within the law what he thinks um, he's allowed to do um, or at least has the legal ability to do. I think some local governments have gone too far. I mean, there have been many calls we've had where you have um, local government leaders still trying to tell people that you've got to wear a mask or you're going to be punished. You can't open churches. Even though the governor has already addressed those things and made it clear that state law supersedes all those things. And I think that's a very important for people to understand that um, the state level on this issue supersedes local orders. But I do think there's been legitimate concerns where you have the government uh, operating and having too much power and people allowing it to go to their heads or using excessive force or excessive measures. And I do think it's, it's also legitimate for people that have the view of, you know, if retail stores and restaurants and movie theaters and malls and all these people are opening, is there really a big difference for salons and, and haircutters? Um, you know, I, I think that's a fair point. And I do think we have to be careful in these times and make sure they are temporary. Uh, otherwise, the government, some government officials are going to let um, this power be abused or they're going to abuse it. And, and we have seen some cases of that in Texas. And I think, um, you know, what's happened with the salon over you know, we're, I mean, people have already shut their businesses down, unfortunately, or felt they had to because they didn't have a lot of people coming in and they weren't, they didn't have revenue coming in. Uh, but this type of government force, um, and even like the official in Houston, you know, uh, recommending people call into their government office and report people. I just think in, in some of these cases, it's gone too far. And, um, and it, and it's really left a lot of the, you know, uh, regular public having legitimate concerns about um, the threats to their freedoms. Yeah, talk a little bit more about the the balance between the local authorities and the state authorities and even national as well. They, you know, even international, we got the World Health Organization. There's a lot of different levels uh, telling us kind of what to do. I understand like the city of Colleyville here locally. I, I don't think, and Cecil can confirm this, I don't think they ever, uh, they, they were like keeping their businesses open. Yeah, and, I don't know if they ever fully shut down. Yeah, they didn't shut down. Yet. And even from uh, an ecclesiastical standpoint, uh, and I don't know, I know you live in Austin, John, and the way that the Dallas Diocese and the way that the Fort Worth Diocese, you know, like, for example, masses were going on in Fort Worth this last weekend, in, but not in Dallas. In fact, I don't think Dallas yeah. has even given us a specific time of when they're going to reopen. And so it's kind of confusing. It's like, um, who do we listen to and why we're kind of used to having things a little bit more organized? Or maybe you can just speak on that, either from the, the state or the local basis. And all. You got the city, you got the county. It's like, who do we listen to? <laughs> well, what now look, it's you know I, I continue to feel like the the lead needs to be taken, or people need to look towards what's happening at the state government level. I mean, one thing I can tell you is that when it comes to the issues of life, religious freedom, and having a robust economy, uh, economy Governor Abbott and Attorney General Paxton are about the strongest examples that you'll find. As a matter of fact, if you look at what's happening in other states, I do think Texas still continues to lead or, or be in front of 
what other states are doing. And that doesn't mean that if people have concerns that things need to be um, opened up a little bit more and more freedom, that that's not legitimate. But if you look at it across the spectrum of the entire country, I think we still continue to lead the way. And, you know, a lot of the, the issues with the churches, I mean, you know, were, were concerns immediately. And a lot of churches felt better about doing that because they had technology to do online services, but some didn't. You know, and so some churches were having services in their parking lots and other ways. And I think the church responded pretty well. A lot of churches responded pretty well about being understanding. But I think once you got to Easter weekend, it started to get a little tough and, and since then. And so, but the, where we are now is the churches have the freedom to decide what works best for them. The government is making recommendations and guidelines that I think uh, make sense for people to follow. It, you know, they have a little bit more concern about how they operate and what the government may think about it. But I don't think there's any threat that the government's looking to shut any of the church down, at least the attorney general's office at the state level is not. Um, and so, but it's, you know, it, it can be a little bit tricky for folks. And um, I think that's why it was important for the governor to say, you know, what the state is saying is permissible supersedes these local orders. Mm -hmm. And so um, th that's where I think uh, people should continue to follow that lead because at the federal government level, they're also saying, look to your states. They're they're producing guidelines, but as far as enforcement, they're leaving it up to the states on these types of issues. Um, you know, but some of this is a personal freedom issue, right? If the church decides, you know, churches decide when it's best for them, because they're trying to balance some concerns about health risk that I think can be legitimate in certain cases. And so, but I do think um, there, there have been many instances where the government's gone too far. And there's that balance, too, of, now you start impacting people economically and their freedoms, being able to support their families, being able to have the money to pay for health care if they get sick. And and I do think that there's legitimate concern that in some, you know, to some extent it's gone so far to where now, um, you know, the the shutdowns have, have led to uh, a legitimate risk, um, you know, because it's not just about people that might have health concerns just because of coronavirus. There are other things that can negatively impact people that we have to be mindful of. One thing I am grateful for, it still seems to be the number that we've saved more lives from abortion because of what the governor did in the attorney general's office during this short time than the amount of lives that have been lost. The mm. coronavirus in Texas. Yeah, that, that's a good statistic to uh, think about. Uh, Jonathan Sines joining us for a few more minutes here from Texas Values, txvalues.org. And I know, uh, Jonathan, uh, is it, tomorrow is like Giving Tuesday or something? I saw that in your website. Do you want to put a plug if people want to uh, support support <laughs> support what you guys are doing? I'm, I'm sure you're not going to say, oh, no, I don't want to talk well, about that. Well, thank you, Dave. Yeah, sir, well, certainly. You, Dave. I appreciate that. Well, and, you know, look, the, um, the there's typically a Giving Tuesday every year, if not twice a year, for nonprofit organizations. Texas Values is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. We do faith, family, and freedom work across the state. And Giving Tuesday now is tomorrow, May 5th, set up to really remind people of the value of nonprofits. I mean, our work has increased. It's been the same, if not more. And a lot of that's been providing support for nonprofit pro-life pregnancy centers, providing analysis, religious liberty analysis for churches and other religious and Christian-based nonprofits. And so we weren't really sure, you know, how this issue was going to impact us. We've been working from home, too, but we've been grateful we've been able to do the work we do. We now have 12 members of our team. And so we do have a, you know, a pretty uh, sizable budget. And in, other, in order for us to do that work to support people, the donations are, are what count and allow us to do that. I think it's a pretty good investment. TXValues.org, you can make that tax-deductible donation there. You don't have to wait till tomorrow. But surely we'll, you know, we'll be happy to receive it on Tuesday, uh, given Tuesday now, May 5th. Don't have to set your alarm for midnight and then get up and uh, do an, uh, a, a donation at midnight because uh, it's because it's all of a sudden Tuesday. All right. Now, uh, and if I could say one more thing. Yes. Is we we are still we do have one intern. We're still looking for one or two more interns. That's one way we give back too. if anybody would like to uh, can consider an internship with Texas Values during the summer or at a different time in the year. We'd love to have some great applicants from your community. And you would want them to, to, to move to Austin, or do you need them to be? No, still? no. Okay, no, stay, stay can, in North Texas. They can work remotely. Um, we'd love for them to move to Austin if they have the ability, but they can work remotely. And we've got information at txvalues.org uh, under the uh, Info or Opportunities tab, I believe, um, on that. I'm not, I'm not going to make the crack about why would anybody leave North Texas to go to Austin, okay? I'm not, I'm not going to say that, okay, because that would be very distasteful. 
<laughs> well, that's what, but you know, that's what happened to me, right? Remember yeah. When I oh, lived yeah. There with you, oh, I, I remember. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, but so uh, that's where, hey, you're, 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 you know, dealing with government and that's kind of <laughs> like the capital of the state. So, you know, you got to live there. So no, I, I understand you're an exception, but, uh, hey, uh, always good to talk to you. Thanks so much. Anything else? Got about 30 seconds. Anything else you want to throw in other than, uh, txvalues.org is the website. Uh, anything else? Yeah. Now, look, we're not done with this issue as it relates to the government and the coronavirus and the issues we care about. We'll continue to be posting updates on our website, and we do uh, weekly videos and a weekly radio show as well that's 30 minutes, txvalues.org. God bless you all. All right. Thanks, Jonathan. Good to talk to you. I always enjoy talking to him. He's a good guest. He always has a lot to say. And, uh, yeah, 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 I knew him yeah years ago back when he was working uh, as a lawyer here in uh uh, North Texas. You know, he sued his university. He went to the University of Houston and he, tra- I may get a couple of small details wrong, but he, he wanted to set up a pro-life, uh, like booth on campus and they said, any of this guy, you know, this is like an, I think an undergraduate student. And they wouldn't let him. So what does he do? He sues them. Oh my <laughs> so, gosh! When he when he was in college. Well, while, uh, yeah, while he was uh, oh my a, a gosh. student. And That's so, awesome. Uh, but yeah, he's uh, he's a fighter and he's he's really great. All right, uh, quick update on Facebook. Uh, have we got anybody? You you said we had uh, two seventy seven. Yes. We're trying to get to two ninety. Do you want to uh, guess what number we're at now? Uh, the look in your face does not look promising. <laughs> 278. Oh, two. We've only we've got, had one. We've got one. So we okay. just need 12 more to go to Facebook.com. Gosh. GRNDFW, our Facebook group. I know what I thought was cool is last week we had some people that were posting even uh, things related to the guests that we had yeah. on. We had Joey on and the the event that they were talking about. They, they posted right away. So it's a great opportunity to let people know what's going on. And as the audience grows, so will the, the, the amount the, of the, events, the, yeah, the, the effectiveness of it yeah. and things that you can find there. So. Absolutely. All right. Uh, we're going to take a break, and we have Nikki White here with us, and she is the manager of uh, Sacred Heart Books and Gifts in Dallas. It's one of our wonderful, wonderful resources here in uh, North Texas to get some beautiful books and music and jewelry and art and crucifixes and statues and all that kind of stuff. And so she's going to give us an update on how they're doing uh, and uh, maybe some some changes, ways you can um, support them and uh, give them some business so they, they can... Uh, you know, um, get back to normal slowly, but uh, she'll give us an update in a moment. So we'll be right back. Hello, my name is Liz Mertz. My husband, Bill, and I own Mastertech Auto Repair in Plano. We are proud sponsors of Catholic Radio. Our family has been parishioners of St. Gabriel's and McKinney for many years. Mastertech is a full-service auto repair for all vehicles, from oil changes to complete engine replacement or transmission service. We are located just across the street from St. Mark's Parish in Plano. You can contact us at 972-578-1841 or www.mastertechplano.com. Thank you, and may you have a blessed day. Let's face it, how do most kids learn today? Well, through videos, songs, games, and apps. So, what is the best way to help them learn about their faith? Join the ever-lovable Brother Francis and his friends as they journey through the Catholic faith in Adventure Catechism. To learn more or to get your very own copy of Adventure Catechism with Brother Francis, visit BrotherFrancisStore.com. Again, that's BrotherFrancisStore.com. Guadalupe Radio Network thanks Cargo Eye Care of Las Colinas, a longtime sponsor on KATH 910 AM. Cargo Eye Care is owned by Dr. Jonathan Cargo from St. Anne Parish in Capel. Their office and eyewear gallery are centrally located in Irving. Cargo Eye Care offers a full range of services and products to patients of all ages. Most vision and health insurance plans are accepted, including Medicare and Medicaid. 972-432-2020 or on the web at CargoEyeCare.com. Hello. Hey, Dave. Do we know who the speaker for the Summer Speaker Series this year is? Oh, yes. We got a great one this year. It's Pope. Oh, my goodness. We got the Pope? Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on, Susan. Oh, I don't gosh. think we're talking about the same person here. Our guest is Monsignor Charles Pope. Well, of course. Who did you think I was talking about? I have no idea, but be sure to save the date for our Summer Speaker Series July 23rd at the Frontiers of Flight Museum with special guest Monsignor Charles Pope. 
Visit the St. Vincent de Paul Thrift Stores and save big every day. The St. Vincent de Paul Thrift Store has thousands of name brand items priced under $5. That's thousands of items priced under $5. Women's, men's, and children's clothing, furniture, home decor, and more. All at extremely low prices. With two locations at Northwest Highway behind Left Field and in Plano off 75 and Parker Road. Visit the St. Vincent de Paul Thrift Stores and save big every day. Mention this ad and save 40% off your entire thrift store purchase. Hi, this is Dave Palmer here at KTH 910 AM. If you are looking for a unique way to financially support local Catholic radio here in North Texas, I recommend you consider donating your old car, truck, or any vehicle that you have for the benefit of the Guadalupe Radio Network. Whether the vehicle is running or not, you simply fill out a quick form on our website, grnonline.com, or call 866-628-2277. Thanks in advance for donating your vehicle to benefit KTH 910 AM. All right, we're back. This is the Good News Show here on KTH 910 AM on the Guadalupe Radio Network. And uh, visit our website, grnonline.com. It's brand new. And uh, like I said at the beginning of the show, these are crazy times we're living in. And perhaps nobody has been impacted uh, as much as small businesses, uh, most of uh, which have had to close down or um, very, very much uh, limit the scale of their business. And uh, one of that I've been very concerned about is one of our sponsors and our dear friends at Sacred Heart Books and Gifts in Dallas. And Nikki White, their manager, joins us now to talk about uh, how they are doing and how you can also support them. Nikki, how you doing? Good to see you. Doing well. Joining you from uh, approved six-foot distance across the <laughs> yes. conference table it is, here. It's almost like it was designed that yeah, way. Yeah, six why feet not? away. Yeah, so I, you know, I, anyways, I, I'm... I. Uh, but anyways, I'm okay. Let's move on. <laughs> the whole six foot thing, I think, is crazy. But anyways, but yeah, you, that's that's the rule right now. I'm uh, sort of introverted, Dave, and in some ways, this is kind of my dream. You know, oh, it's like, really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you have an excuse that's not right. to have to like like touch people. There, or, there's a joke, you know. It's um when you find out that your your preferred way of relaxing is called quarantine. You know, <laughs> so yeah, it, it does suit some people well. Right. Yeah, yeah. like at our at our parish, they said, uh, you know, we had mass yesterday, but they they asked, you know, don't congregate afterwards and you know chit chat uh-huh. and all that. Some people still did, but uh, uh, for 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 an introvert well, or somebody that just yeah. likes to walk to their car, they're like. Boy, I, yes. <laughs> I don't, I, yeah, I look like I'm just following the rules. I just, right. you know, I don't want to talk to anybody. Like, no, I'm sorry. You have to not be, you know, sitting right next to me. Yeah. Cause yeah. of coronavirus. Yeah. No, I, 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 I'm a little guilty of all of that. It's like, ooh. Yay, I got room. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, all right. It's worked out well for you. Hey, uh, so to give us a timeline of, you sure. know, you hearing the news, really, I think it was like early March, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we had been keeping up with this actually fairly early. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, myself and my assistant manager also are very fond of Rod Dreyer's blog on yeah. the American conservative. And he has, he, he had his finger on this pulse kind of early. Okay. So we, we were, we were You're sort talking of. talking about December or? Uh, January, February. Okay. okay. You know, January, February before it really started moving in this direction. Yeah. But, um, one of the, one of the initial voices saying this isn't going to stay in China. It's, mm-hmm. it's going to move on. So we were just kind of like, okay, what? What, what are we going to do? All right. Let's start getting a plan here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so I have to say this, though. First and foremost, we really have been so very blessed. Um, all of our employees, thankfully, have been able to remain healthy. They're, they're friends. A uh, number of our employees are immunocompromised or living with someone who's immunocompromised. So just to be able to say that none of us have been in the hospital mm-hmm. has actually been such a wonderful blessing that we're, we're very grateful for. Um, we were also able to take advantage of the payroll protection plan loan mm-hmm. from yeah. the Small Business Association. So because that was my, as a manager, that was my primary concern. I've got nobody nobody at the stores to trust fund baby yeah you know? right, <laughs> and right. at least half of them are are, are single <clears throat> single women with mm-hmm. no other income so yeah. that was my my primary um primary concern we actually because of a um a small error on our paperwork um missed the first role so it's like yeah. okay saint joseph you're testing me mm-hmm. um but the second the second one happened and it happened very quickly oh so. good good 
Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so you closed the doors we, one day. Uh, yeah. We, um, I guess that was like, uh, maybe the last week in March, I think is okay. when we, we closed down, um, or somewhere, somewhere around there. Um, we, for about a week, we were warning people. Um, but then the, the shelter in place orders came down yeah. and we, uh, we, we just decided we we're, we're going to abide by this. Um, but we had already seen a decrease in, in foot traffic anyway. Mm-hmm. So we were just like, okay, we're, we're non-essential according to, um, the statistics. And we had some very sweet shout out to all of our lovely customers who said, well, it's not non-essential to me. And it's like, yeah, oh, right, you're very right. sweet. But we, especially since we do mailing, the store was closed. We, uh, kept an eye on the email. We had, uh, revamped our, our, uh, website. So, um, I actually was, I myself was actually still at the store every few days doing mailing, paperwork, mm-hmm. gathering stuff for insurance and things like that. So, so, uh, you, if you ever drove by the store and it was closed and there was one gray car right mm-hmm. there, that was me. Yeah, Hi. Yeah. Just so, couldn't stay away. Could no. you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. So, so, uh, you, you've got the Payroll Protection Act. Uh, that yeah. that helps the the the, the, the yes, employees. That, but what about right. the store itself? I mean, the how how are you guys itself, doing financially? Well, we we haven't been doing so hot uh, for actually a number of months now. This is definitely, um, def- definitely. Well, I I think I need to I need to set the record straight, Dave. Mm-hmm. I need to apologize to everybody because this is my fault. The pandemic is my fault. Yeah, it's your fault. It is my fault. Yes, yes, I'm afraid so because um, I had been practicing, uh, especially in the store. Manager, mm-hmm. you got a lot of worries. Yeah. So practicing surrender. It's like, yeah. okay, God, it's not up to me. It's not up to you. You're going to help the store. And it's like at the end of March, God kind of went, you know, I really feel like a lot of that was lip service. Mm. So here. We're going to shut down the store for a oh, month and wow. then it'll really be up to me. And they had to shut down the rest of the world as <laughs> right. well, all because of your so, prayer. Yeah, huh? exactly. Uh, because of me. So, so, mea maxima culpa, you know, KTH listeners. Sorry about that. That was all my fault. It's all your fault. But, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, and in, in along with the blessing, um, I have no idea what's in, in store for the store and, on paper, things do look extremely dire. Mm-hmm. What God has done is lifted the worry from me. It's yeah. like, okay, I, I had to put my money where my mouth is and say, it's up to you. It's not up to me. Yeah. And, uh, he gifted me with a sense of peace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, it just, I've actually, I was able to give my employees essentially a, a month of paid vacation through the goodness of God yeah. and really that, that moment, I, I just, I've been so blessed. I've been looking at all of this and there are people who are suffering greatly, who have suffered loss, loss of job, loss of, of a uh, family member. Um, but I've just felt in my heart that, that knowledge that God does not permit an evil. Mm-hmm. Unless he can bring a greater good out of it. And yeah. if nothing else, I've seen so many people readjusting and reevaluating, um, their, what, even when it comes to work, you know, yeah. they, where was I being a workaholic and, and where had that been impacting the times I was supposed to sit and rest and, Focus on God and focus on family. Mm-hmm. So I just, I feel that not, I am, it is not my intention to downplay the suffering at all, mm-hmm. but I truly feel that whatever suffering any of us are undergoing, he truly has a plan to bring out something greater. Yeah. 
And uh, I'm I am looking forward to that. Yeah, I have no idea what the world's going to look like, but I'm I'm looking forward. <clears throat> well, I to wanted that. to talk about the what's going on now, and then mm-hmm. also you know what you can foresee in the future. Yes. But uh, let's go to the phone lines eight seven 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 five seven nine four two four. Our dear friend Olivia, oh, who I think you probably know. Olivia, she's, she's I'm really at a fist quiet. bump over <laughs> the radio. There you go. <laughs> Uh, Olivia, how you doing? What, what's your what's on your mind today? Hi, Dave. Hi, Nikki. Well, I'm just grateful to both of you, and I couldn't let Miss Nikki's deal pass by be- without commenting because Nikki and I have seen and talked to each other more during this time than um, we usually do. And That's true. Um, I just decided, with about ten days left before the May first consecration of Saint Joseph. My younger sister Alice and I decided, by golly, we're going to do that St. Joseph consecration. And then I've also promoted it to other people. By the way, Nikki, I need another book today. We got them. <laughs> She's got books. Okay. Yeah. Uh, my my uh, good friend who's coming over to do my hair is, is I, I talked her into reading about St. Joseph. And so anyway, um, I just wanted to say that I wanted to praise Nikki and thank Nikki and Sacred Heart for being so available to us um, and also, of course, the role Catholic Radio has played in keeping us grounded in the faith and giving us things to be inspired about. And, of course, today the old calendar, the feast is for St. Monica, and she's a wonderful one to help us with all of this, especially for our wayward family members. So, anyway, I'm full of joy, and Nikki and I have shared the same sentiment that we have this peace that... Um, that we both kind of stand back from and say, well, isn't that interesting? We're just yeah. not, we're not, I, I can't speak for, for Olivia, sleep. but, uh, I basically live mm. my life in a state of various anxieties. So mm. this truly yeah. is a, a divine piece because usually I'd have about five ulcers by now. Oh yeah. So, yeah. so guy, guy may be keeping you alive. <laughs> exactly. Huh? He wants you to keep managing yes. that store for, for many. Hey, and Olivia, I, I, I really, um, uh, this week could have a whole show about this, but I do want to thank you and give you uh, just a little bit of time to comment on this as Olivia was the one that, uh, turned me on to this TV series called the chosen. Are you familiar with this? I'm uh, not. You're not familiar. No. I, I was watching the, 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 oh, the Nikki, I was talking I about the romance that for you. I, I was uh, watching the, the Catholic Family Conference over the weekend, and Dr. Scott Hahn, in the middle of his talk about, you know, he wrote a new book. Uh, you know, of course, you know about his new book. Uh, it's called Hope to Die. And in the middle of it, he starts talking about this Chosen series, which he thinks is, and he's, he's a bi- Catholic he Bible scholar. He, oh, he loves awesome. it, yeah. I heard so, Monsignor Charles Pope wants to talk about it, too. He, or oh, no, really? Deacon, Deacon Harold says he wants oh, to watch fantastic. it. He wants yeah. to watch so, it. So, Olivia, I'll tell you what. I've got to limit it to, like, yeah. one minute, because we're going way off track here, but because of me. Cause I'm, <laughs> That's I'm, okay. I, I don't, so can you this spend is the point of Catholic radio? Spend spend forty five seconds, uh, and Cecil has okay, the timer. Well, actually, it's all right. It's very relevant because the reason so many people know about the chosen now is that uh, they made it available for free on a global live stream. All the whole eight episodes of season one, uh, right before Palm Sunday. So that's how so many of us know about it now. And it was very much related to what God was doing for us during the pandemic. How's that? <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah, and it's, check, and check it's it out. Ignatian it's, exercise. Yeah, and, and, and um, the the stories of what it meant for these people, Peter and James and John and all of them, Mary Magdalene, to meet Jesus. Yeah, that, and, uh, and, and the Jesus figure is a very <laughs> devout Catholic, and he's been interviewed by uh, John, yeah. John Harry Weston. So, all right, Olivia. Hey, um, good talking with you. Thanks for uh, tuning in. You got anything else to say to Olivia? Uh, uh, just no, between just the two thanks. of you. Thank you for bringing up the consecration to Saint Joseph along along the way along the same lines who I was talking before the uh all of the employees for Sacred Heart Books and Gifts consecrated the store and themselves to Saint Joseph at the beginning of the year. Oh, good. So using good. that book. So it really mm-hmm. is such a beautiful book. It's Father Any, Calloway. Father Calloway's yeah, yeah. book. It it's it's marvelous. I recommend it highly. And that's, yep. I think St. Joseph's another Saint reason Joseph. that <laughs> he's been taking care of us big time. Mm-hmm. So. All right, Olivia. Yep. Hey, thanks for I calling agree. in. Thanks, good. Dave. Yeah. Thanks, good, good to hear from you. <laughs> I think there's, there's got to be like four Olivias because I, I, she just does so much. And <laughs> yes. I, I, I mean, already today I've gotten texts and emails and she calls <laughs> in and she's, you know, she's just everywhere. You heard it from Catholic Radio first. Olivia can uh, apparently 
Trilocate. Quad, quad, I said quad, quad, quadrilocate. Yeah. Yeah, quadrilocate. Uh, uh, so. so anyways, <laughs> what, what's the current situation? Okay. So the current situation all throughout when we were closed, um, we, we revamped our website. Uh, so our website has, um, uh, a list of basically how things stand as far as how uh, state and local uh, ordinances affect us. We have resources, like um, useful resources, um, both health, Catholic, financial, and even like fun crafting, like how to make a face mask kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. Um, we have st- we have also added a page of book recommendations. Uh, and I have them arranged by uh, theme. So mm. we have, like, let's discuss. We have, I'm bored. Is this your recommendations or the whole yeah. staff the, or what? Well, I, I was the one doing it for the most part, but it's that that was because I was the only one at the store at the moment yeah. taking pictures. But now the rest of the gals will get in on this. But uh, we had, you know, I'm stress baking. Here are our cookbooks. And yeah. Um, uh, Love in the time of coronavirus. We have books on on God's love. So trying to make it fun and uh, give people lots of options uh, for various various books that um, that can help them through, or just they've got time on their hands now, um, or they want are wanting to refocus. Um, my my roommate is actually a teacher, and she has had less time on her hands than she had oh, yeah, before. Yeah. So everybody's different. But um, we're right now, since we have our staff back on site, um, a lot of our focus is on the website. We still do not have point of sale um, on the website just yet, but we're trying to increase pictures about what we have available. Mm-hmm. But one way or the other, what uh, what we've been offering is um, – before we were open, uh, email, but now that we're open to call in, we're taking phone orders and offering, uh, mailing and curbside pickup while, um, because we have, again, as I mentioned earlier, we have a number of immunocompromised people and trying to, um, trying to kind of, uh, balance again what the, what the, what the city is recommending versus what the state is recommending. Um, and so I talked it over with my, uh, manager and, or my assistant manager and, uh, decided to keep the sales floor closed, mm-hmm. uh, for the next, uh, week or two. The original thought was, uh, to just kind of see how the coronavirus cases in Dallas were progressing. Um, and if they dove very steeply that we would open up the sales floor after a week. However, um, <laughs> Unfortunately, there is also a construction project now directly outside of our store. Yeah. 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 So, so, um, I don't even think people would even be able to get into the store. So we're like, okay, well, it looks like our sales floor will be closed for another two weeks, but, um, the curbside pickup will now be, uh, this sounds so shady. I'm so sorry. It'll be backdoor pickup. <laughs> so <laughs> just scheduling to... like exchanging right, those Catholic you know, books yeah, behind, yeah. you know, dealing Catholic books. That's right. Hey, yeah. buddy. Yeah. You want to buy a scapular, <laughs> you know? in the back alley, right? <laughs> okay. Hey, I, I, so I'm looking at your recommendations. Yes. And uh, I like it. you got a lot of activity books. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, that, that's good. Uh, this one here, Be Yourself, A Journal for Catholic Girls. That, yes. That, that, that's the, are these all new books? A lot new? of, some of them are new, some of them I are think classic. I, you can tell I have daughters. No, I mean, that's yeah. okay. Um, the Be Yourself, that journal was originally put out by St. Mary's Press. It's now been picked up by Our Sunday Visitor. So uh-huh. it's within, it's about within six months old from Our Sunday Visitor. What's exciting is that they are coming out with a Be Yourself a Journal for Catholic Boys. Oh, okay. It would have been out by now, but of course all the publishing industries, everything's, yeah. it's kind of like the movie industry. Everything's shifted back a little bit. Yeah. So we will be getting the Journal for Catholic Boys, but it's very interactive, places for them to color, to journal, um, thought-provoking questions. They also have a mother-daughter journal. Um, called Side by Side from mm-hmm. Ave Maria Press. So yeah, uh, we try to, we try to keep that, uh, make sure you've got options, you know, so we've got coloring books, we've got activity box books, we got puzzles and word searches and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, well, you got a lot of all these different categories. And, uh, That's, there uh, is a, uh, 
There is a um one one of the lists we have uh, is called it's okay to not be okay. Mm-hmm. Cuz that that's that's a big thing is that we are in an unprecedented time. So a number of books that are um geared towards just yeah. helping people cope. Yeah. Help people cope. So Yeah, yeah, gosh, there's a lot of recommendations here. So the way this works is let, let's just say for example cuz I've I've got uh daughters I I say, "Oh, I want to get this uh this book about Be Yourself, a Journal for Catholic Girls. So I call Sacred Heart to talk call, to somebody yeah, there, Sacred and then I Heart. go to the back alley. Right, yes. <laughs> and then I, I just give you my credit card. Or I, I don't. We, uh, we preferably um, just, uh, it actually winds up being easier. Um, we can take uh, credit card numbers over the phone and plug it directly oh, okay. into our machine. So there's no paper trail, nothing to shred. It's all very secure. Um, and then take your bag out with your receipt. Um, mm-hmm. For those who um, are have concerns about health, it's minimal um, contact. So, um, but yeah, we we but we do take cash, we take checks, we can take okay. your credit card where you're credit there. Credit card's probably best over the phone, like you say, because then it just it's it, easy. It's, then you just hand easy them the easy peasy. Yeah, okay. you could you could just peel around the back, slow down slow, slowly, <laughs> put your window down, peel and I'll toss it. Sound it. Like, yeah, it sounds yeah, like you're going I'll very fast. Oh my goodness gracious! <laughs> <laughs> wow. This is uh, getting shadier by the moment, isn't it? Isn't it great uh, when the police come over to investigate and they find out it's crucifixes? Right? <laughs> yeah, rosaries and crucifixes and holy water. That's so, right. All right, uh, last thing, because we're running out of time again. Nikki White joins me. Their website is sacredheartsdallas.com. Yes, I, I hope we are you, updating all the time. So. And I hope you get back uh, or you get on the phone when you're driving back and they're saying, oh, my goodness, we just got 50 <laughs> calls uh, from, from Guadalupe Radio Network listeners. Yeah. And I really do want to support uh, Sacred Heart Books and Gifts. And because all these small businesses are struggling and, hey, you know, all of our sponsors, I, I have an ad on the radio saying, listen, if you if you hear, you know, Master Tech Auto or Para Car mm-hmm. Care or uh, you, you know, Mid-Cities Dental or, you know, any of our sponsors, uh, uh, Buford Roofing, uh, use them. I mean, it's, it's been, you know, obviously, if you need their services. All right. Uh, what about sacraments real quickly? Uh, the, the, At this point, um, we uh, the. Sacred Heart is in the Diocese of Dallas and in the County of Dallas and in the City of Dallas. Uh-huh. So, uh, they, they call our shots except yeah. for like, you know, the government orders. So right now the Diocese of Dallas, um, has it, uh, promulgated a decree on April 27th and, uh, laying out different phases, four different phases where yeah. we would build up to phase four, which is basically how it was like in December. Mm-hmm. Um, but phase one deals with uh, scheduled confessions resuming um, with the social distancing guidelines um, and celebration of the sacraments of initiation, which include Eucharist and confirmation. Um, uh, uh, so we will be having some increase in business for that, for the sacraments. But mm-hmm. actually, I have to say this, the Diocese of Dallas has been very much like our store where it's it's like let's see let's see how this goes let's mm-hmm. see it, it's it's very living in the moment okay. in day by way. day kind of, kind of a cautious yeah. cautious approach exactly cautious approach very day by day and as as we improve things will will go so yeah. we're just kind of following that lead but we do have baptism first communion confirmation right. stuff because eventually those are all going to return exactly. we just don't we just but don't, they know don't exactly have a when. set date get the gifts now right <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah get so. get to that back alley and pick them up <laughs> All right, uh, Nikki, thanks so much. Uh, time went by so fast. Well, we're out yeah. of time. You're going to hear the music starting here in a second. Uh, SacredHeartDallas.com, SacredHeartDallas.com. I mean, dozens and dozens and dozens of recommendations categorized. My goodness, somebody put a lot of time into this. And so check that out and support them and support all of our other uh, sponsors and, you know, Little Angels and Capel and St. Francis Bookstore and Grand Prairie and all the other Catholic bookstores, Divine Mercy and Denton. Support them. We need to keep these stores uh, open. All right. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for uh, listening. And we'll see you next time for the Good News Show. God bless you. Thanks for joining us for the Good News Show here on KATH 910 AM on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Please join us next week at the same time for the next Good News Show.
Are you a woman who has been deeply affected by abortion? Are you looking for healing and a chance to be with others in the same situation? Healing After Abortion Ministry is offering two opportunities to come to the beautiful Rachel's Vineyard Retreat. It will be held on August 7th through 9th and November 13th through 15th. To register or for more information, contact healing at projectjoseph.org or call 469-720-CARE. Hi, this is Bob Dwayne with My Mutual Mortgage, a sponsor of KATH 910 AM. My wife, Norma, and I have been longtime supporters of the Guadalupe Radio Network. We are praying for our country and all that are affected by the coronavirus. The drastic fluctuations in the market have caused mortgage rates to drop to record lows. If you'd like an analysis of your mortgage situation, we can be reached by calling 817-527-3166. That's 817-527-3166. My Mutual Mortgage is an equal housing lender, NMLS 12901. The new and improved GRNOnline.com is now available. Hi, Joe McLean here, and I am so excited. GRNOnline.com just became so much better. Log on today. Enable location services so that you can find the local station information, the local program. Listen to your local GRN station right now. Get the podcast, events, and more, plus all of the network shows that you love the most. Again, grnonline.com. Are you looking for unique Lenten gifts and books? Little Angels Catholic Store in Capel is a sponsor of KTH 9:10 a.m. and a great place where you will find sacred art and faithful Catholic books, gifts for special occasions like First Holy Communion and Confirmation, jewelry, rosaries, and much more. Since 2003, Little Angels Catholic Store have been located in Capel, right down the street from St. Anne Parish. Their website is littleangelscatholicstore.com. KATH 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth.